Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 540. This is a hostful podcast, Kyle. Ooh, a hostful. Yeah, yeah. just the hosts. Oh. Full of us. Or special guest Matt Myra. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you for pointing out. <laughs> Well, I Matt's like, been working so I hard. I see him every day. I know. I do too. Fans, I know. Just, just watch at midnight. He's it's working like right now. Hole. He's in his office typing away right now, making uh, internet funnies for the Comedy Central Midnight people. But um, we recorded this, I feel like, like a month ago, right? Like three yeah. weeks ago, maybe? It was a while back. Yeah, it wasn't. It's a, normally I like to do a hostful like the couple days before it goes up, so it's super current. But this, is a, this one's a quite a few weeks old. Um, but uh, super fun, you know. I love hanging out with the sister wives and getting together. We're gonna. We I keep saying we're doing more hustles, but we will. We're gonna have a two week hiatus for at midnight. We got and then, that sweet uh, update on the sister wives live show. Yeah, we did, which was great. And um, and so we'll 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 do some more hustles when I'm uh, when I'm on break, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, the all in one platform makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, a portfolio, or online store. They're constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, even better support. And they have beautiful designs for you to start with and all the style options you need to create a unique website for you or your business. They make it easy. You, you want to take a lot of the guesswork out of this. You just need something that's simple and elegant and functional and, and intuitive for people. And if you don't know how to do that, they will help you. All right, They have an amazing support team that works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Plans start at just $8 a month. That includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. And every design also, by the way, this is very important because of the rising percentage of mobile consumption that's, <laughs> that's happening. Uh, it includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website. So your content's going to be consistent and look great on every device. All right, it's design-focused, support, easy, responsive, uh, easily connect accounts. Squarespace is the way to go. So you're gonna, what you're going to do is you're going to start your trial. No credit card required. You're going to start building your website. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, use the offer code NERDIST to get 10% off and also to show your support for the NERDIST podcast. We'd like to thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. And now here's NERDIST podcast number 540, Hostful Goodness. Yay! Fuck yeah, yay. Now entering NERDIST.com. Konnichiwa, Jonas-san, Matthew-san. Oh, planning, getting ready for I, that fun trip to Tokyo. I don't know when that's going to be. Uh, August sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> I can't. Oh, what did you decide to do for your break now? Mm. You shoot a movie or something? What are you doing? No, no, no. Who wants to have me in a movie? I don't know. You're charming. I no. think your I appreciate face that. is very nice. You doing a movie in August? You're... Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Oh, yeah. oh. Completely unrelated. I need to borrow like a couple million dollars. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Blow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a writing process. <laughs> you want it fast, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, wait. I might want... do a bunch of dates in August. Oh, all right. I might do a bunch of you dates. Know, in... we're around. Yes. yes the yes, audience yes. knows that. Yes. Okay. I, know, I know, I know, but I'm trying to, I want to shoot a special next year, so I got I to gotta do time. I well, gotta, it's not I like you don't do hour. 40 minutes at the top of every live Nerdist podcast. You got your time, buddy. 40 minutes? No, but he does like, you know, like five shows in a weekend. Yeah, yeah I get five true. shows in a weekend that's as true. opposed to one show. That's true. Which I know how to, I know how to talk about that because that's what I have to tell kids that show up. Why don't you guys go on tour? It's like, well, because Chris needs to, I'm real good at explaining it. <laughs> well, the other problem is it's just, it's, 
uh, venues are not as easy to find. Yeah, you hate the Nerdist fans. As it, yeah, no, that's what you were gonna say, guys. That isn't that weird that. that he was gonna say that? I don't feel like that's what listeners. The I'm not gonna take sides, but it did seem like it could go either way. Well, as the person <laughs> who, as adorable. the person who had to plan the last tour, <laughs> I can tell you that it's actually not as easy as it sounds because people go, well, "Why don't you just come to this place and set up?" I'm like, well, you can't because you have to go through a promoter because if you don't, then you have to carry all the insurance yourself. Yeah, and yeah. it's a, it's fucking. We still do. And you have to ask the venue. We you still. Do. You can't just show up. No. They don't guys, we still it. open. Pittsburgh show. We do owe Pittsburgh a oh, show. Yeah. Right. I don't know Pittsburgh shit. <laughs> Put that in your script. Jonah and I will be out to Pittsburgh. We'll make up for it. I it's from what you guys said, your show was amazing. It was really a lot of fun, and I'm very I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a good time. You said you said you did no stand up. It was just rip, just fucking around the whole time. Yeah, we yep. were you know we drove out together, and so the whole time we were trying to like you know figure out like should we do this or should we like how should we structure the show and then um. I think like like twenty minutes before we're like let's just go up there yeah. and then feel it out yeah. and it was like nonstop riffing the whole time. It was, it was a lot amazing. Of fun. It was the crowd response was great. Everyone there was great. We uh, sold a lot of tickets. Yeah. It was incredible. A lot of people like played into the dynamic, which was fun too. Yeah, like we, people like like when we took uh, questions, we called them comptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, That's amazing. Uh, uh, but uh, it's a. Uh, it was kind of fun because like people were, you know, playing into the. It's like you know, like, who, yeah. like state your allegiance. Kind yeah, of like it was like we would try, and then like we started trying to like figure out by how they were dressed who <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be a fan of. Yeah, breaking it down. Well, he has this, so he might lean. And there was one oh, dude that so like great. there was one yeah. dude that had like longish hair, and I was like, oh, he could go either way. He's got yeah. this shirt, but this facial hair. Yeah, it was fun, and uh, everyone's re- really. Uh, you don't really have fun. this fucking anchor dragging you guys down. The funny ones can go on. Too. Now. No. no, it's good. I, I listen. I, I fully support you guys doing that because I think uh, it, it. I think it's you know. It, then you don't have me there being like Chris. A, we love you. It's a team of three. Okay, but if we have to do it separately, then you can do that. Then separately. we'll have to. So do then, what are you going to so pick up game? What are you going to yeah. do with the? Uh, what are you going to do with the audio? File? If I can clean it up, which is a huge pain in the ass. There was a hum. You can take the. Can't you use like so? Well, what's, what's the, the thing? You can There's do also it, a rattle. So you can do it like, but the the compression. Goddamn. Uh, you too. <laughs> Thanks. It's way too like the compression comes out weird though. Everything sounds super. You want no? Oh, he didn't. All right, I'll give you the file. Oh, I'm gonna much? give Katie no, like, the file, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right now, well, he's trying to figure out the tech. Doesn't part. matter. They'll just do it. You gotta find doing. the jokes, Chris. You gotta what? get through. What do you mean? Uh, Phil, the jokes. Phil. Joanu. Phil Joanu. Three o'clock high. Oh. Always comes back to three o'clock high with him. It's a great fucking movie. So I'm gonna give you the files, Katie, and then as soon as we give the file cleaned up, and if it's listenable enough, like if the audio is good enough, Joan and I will make it available for everyone to purchase. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. it's ninety minutes of pure hilarity. Hour thirty three on the nose. So you're gonna sell it? You're gonna sell it for like a yeah, buck not very much money. Yeah, whatever we can get away with. Uh, like we were thinking, maybe name your price. I was thinking, but then I was thinking, well, if we sell it for two dollars on iTunes, that's the cheapest you can sell something. So maybe we'll do that. We'll see. iTunes gets a pretty hefty cut of that. Yeah, half. Well, right? I don't think it's half. I think it might be like thirty yeah. percent or something. All right. So it's three dollars. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> An hour and a half of hilariousness and. Some compsions. <laughs> sounds. What's up? What's the matter? It just sounds. It sounds gross. Compsions. Yeah. Well, it's, it's close to gumption. Yeah. It, is. it sounds like to me. It sounds like a robot prematurely ejaculated. Like a compsion. Sounds like yeah. compsion. I'm gonna compsion this. over your uh, <laughs> facial. I'm trying to think of a this robot. has never processed before. For me, when a robot ejaculates, it sounds like a hydraulic line broke. Oh, like the beginning of that uh, Beck song? <laughs> On, uh, when a robot ejaculates, it sounds like a Michael Bay film. Neat. Neat. There's, a, there's a Beck song in Midnight Vultures where it's just like, it was like, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's supposed to be robots. We'll listen to some Beck. I'm sorry, that was Guero. Oh, Guero. 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 And there's Guero Lito, which is the remixed. Uh, that album. has probably like that, that 8 bit remix of. Uh, uh, Girl? No. I mean, yeah, maybe it is Girl. There's a couple 8 bit remixes. I like yeah. a song that has Christina Ricci in it. Give uh, me some love. That one? No, it's the one. Uh, yeah. 
Why can't I remember things anymore? Use the brain, Chris. No, I'll use the phone, Joan. One guy's yelling at the radio right now. It's Beck. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big yep, fan of our podcast. To to our podcast. And his space car. Beck, if you're out there in your space car, why don't you, why don't you drop your spaceship over here? Hell yes. It's, it's, yes, it's that's the one I was thinking about. Uh, yeah. yeah, give me some. Uh, Please enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's this one. Uh, How long do you think we can play this before people get mad? Ha, tweet my nipple. That's like one of his my favorite. Like, tweet uh, my nipple. Like uh, from that's one of the songs on uh on Midnight Vultures. Uh, Ooh, hot milk. Tweet my nipple. Champagne is nipple. Sales go triple. Um, we drive lobotomy beats. Evaporated streets. Yeah, something like that, right? Um, you gonna I, wait? You gonna wait till after we're done recording to tell me how wrong I am on something again? <laughs> I don't think you know what preferences are. <laughs> oh, you're, uh, you know when you've confidently said that one thing uh, that uh, thousands of people will hear. You know, Kyle uh, has perfected the earnest "fuck you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very oh. earnest. Oh, the earnest laugh. You're not on mic. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually going to be the last Jim Varney movie, Ernest Fuck You. Ernest <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to go and not live anymore. Well, you know, when you, uh, 30 when packs you started, a day, will do that. When you too. started to date Janet, how long until you asked if she had any relation to Jim Varney? Oh, that was before we started dating. <laughs> that was like the first question. <laughs> Wait, and so, her answer was, her answer was, we're not related, but for some reason when I was younger, I used to tell people we were related that's just great. for fun. Oh, that's the best answer possible, I yeah. think, right? So she did used to tell people that they were related. That's really actually, funny. Maybe the best yeah. answer possible is I'm the heir to the Varney fortune. Yeah. <laughs> the vast, <laughs> the Varney, vast fortune. Varney fortune. I feel like it could have been pretty vast. He did a shit yeah, ton of stuff. Yeah, he did plenty of work. I mean, if he owned a piece of the Ernest movies and they all did, you know, they couldn't have cost much to make. He probably made it. He was probably yeah, worth... 40 $50? Yeah. yeah. 40, to make? 40 to make. $50. That's what I'm saying the budget those. was of yeah. those movies. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know. A pretty hefty budget on Scared Stupid. Well, Scared Stupid's got a lot of practical effects. In the does. camp, they had to build a camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They couldn't just go to a camp. No, camps are expensive. Even though that's the title of the movie, they couldn't go no, to a camp. But, yeah. but Hollywood would want to just build a camp, sure, not just sure. go to a Let's camp. Let's just build a camp. It's more expensive that way. Well, that's the funny detail about when they made What Hot American Summer is that they used a real camp. But it was uh, they had to use it when it wasn't being used, and it still had to kind of look like summer. So, but you just see it's just like freezing cold and soaking wet <laughs> yeah. everywhere. And it's like you raining. see you see yeah. breath coming out of everyone's mouth. Oh shit! And they're all in short shorts and tank tops. Cold, dry American summer. Yeah, mm. it was wet though. It was pretty wet for my pussy. That's one of my yeah. favorite jokes. <laughs> yeah, pick up some lube yeah. for my pussy. One of my favorites. Uh, I said no. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I, the hardest I laugh in that movie is uh, Paul Rudd picking up the mm-hmm. plate. Just the way he picks up the that's plate. So, that's so good. Just in talking about things that make us laugh a lot, mm-hmm. I, I watched all of Silicon Valley, and it's fucking is incredible. It so, how about that season finale? That long dick joke. That is the best, without giving any spoilers, the greatest, most complex that actually serves the story dick joke in the history of entertainment it was and the, dick jokes. It was like a joke that was also manufactured to like be specifically for you, Chris Hardwick. A dick joke that's all about math. I was watching it with Chloe, and as that scene began to unfold, I spotted it, what was going to happen before it happened, and I could not stop myself. I'd be like, yeah. No! Yeah. Like, like, what? Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> this, this is what I'm always talking yeah. about. <laughs> what if there are different heights? Uh, how God long is it going to take to organize? So but I just... Uh, <laughs> you can get four at a time. Now but can Kumail's, you save any but time Kumail's on the fucking, uh, when, it, when they see the Pied Piper logo, they're like, it looks like he's, uh, and he's got another ear tucked behind his dick yeah, for later. Snack. A snack dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, but the, my favorite, the thing I love about the show is that I'm actually moderating a panel for it tonight. Oh, great. At, uh, for the TV Academy. And, but the thing, the thing that I love about it is that all the characters are, have a really strong point of view. Is that how you watch things? Only if you have to moderate a panel? I was no, the but, thing. but I'll tell you what. It's sort of like... It's, it's it, a good excuse. It's a good excuse to... like. That's one of the reasons why I do it, because it helps me... Work. I know this sounds crazy, like I should just take leisure time, <laughs> but work reasons actually motivate me to do stuff faster. So yeah. it actually... It's very helpful to me to have that because I, I, I can focus and sit down and, and actually... Mm. You yeah, know, soak it in more. Soak it what? Soak it in. Yeah, soak it yeah. in. Exactly. And so, yes, a lot of times I, I'm watching things for work reasons, but I'm finding ways to make things that I like work reasons. I sound crazy. No, no, uh, no. I mean, you, you got like it's uh, you've turned it into a passion, and but it's helped me kind of cram everything in it at once, as opposed yeah. to cram it. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you, the sa- it's, the, uh, it's the same mechanism where um, if I don't have a stand-up show coming up, I, it's like I, I won't just sit down and be like, what's funny? Yeah, but if yeah, I have yeah. a show coming up, I, I will fucking sit down and focus. Like I work, I work really well with a fire, uh, a, a, a figurative fire under me. Mm-hmm. Not a literal fire. No one works well that way. No, no. Not a literal fire. Train engines. But I love um, no one, no person. Uh, Trains aren't people. Are they people now? Are trains people now? I watched Thomas Tank Engine. Human torch. He seems like a human. Well, he's not a train. Yeah. But he works well yeah, with a fire under him. fire. Yeah. Well, he works well in the in in a fire. Yeah, but when he well, like flies anybody up in the air, there's, who fl- there's works in Hellboy too. Uh, anybody who works in yeah. a boiler room, you know? Works no, they're well. next to it. It's not under them though. Mm. Freddy Krueger works well under fire. Dream him. fire, mm. not 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 real fire. He didn't work too well. Didn't seem to agree with his face. <laughs> but it made him look distinguished. <laughs> you know, he uh, riffed the line uh, "Welcome to Prime Time, bitch." From uh, episode, uh, the the third, the third one, Dream Warriors. No, Dream Warriors is a great, great one. Did yeah. I know that he improvised that line? No, I did not know that. Follow up, not that surprising. We're <laughs> the Dream Warriors. <laughs> That's uh, the best one. I'm sorry, but a, it is. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's my favorite one. Close second though, because I watched it so many times. Because it was on TV so much. Uh, it was Dream Master, the next one. Mm. Was that with the kid? No, that was Dream Child. That one I just like <laughs> I just like me some Heather Langenkamp. It was Dream Weaver. Yeah. Uh, song. That was good. It's the thing that can help you get through the night. <laughs> uh, At least as far as I believe. Um, I went to an amazing show last night at a theater that I did not know existed. That I feel stupid for not knowing. It's called the Egyptian. <laughs> not called the Egyptian. Um, but um, essentially, there's this. Uh, there's this theater. Uh, Katie, look up Magic Theater Los Angeles. But it, it, it was it was it's loosely tied to the Magic Castle, mm-hmm. and it was built in the 30s. And it's this gorgeous house in Hancock Park, and there is a Magic Theater in it. I've heard of this, and it's amazing. Randy Pitchford uh, from Gearbox and his wife Christy basically put on a variety because it's E3 this week, so they put on this variety show for a small number of people, and it was this like Magic Variety Show, and it was fucking. Incredible. That sounds fun. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It's gorgeous. Does it have the right zoning permits? I don't know. Mm. What do I work for the city? Oh, let's just it? tell everyone you about it. it. You giving it up? Let's just tell everybody about it right now. Brooklyn. No, I'd say, I mean, like, it's a. <laughs> oh, it's zoned. Hey, what's up, Noseblow? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, right on the mustache. Oh, what's wrong, buddy? Did you, you get travel it. sick again? I did. And it's like. Why does your sorry, immune system can quit you, can on you? Getting me some uh, toilet paper above my nose. I'm sorry. I know used, I was being mean to you. Use toilet paper. Oh, now you're nice to him when you wanted to get your toilet paper. I just I just pointed it out. He's always. I nice. said, "Can you get me some? Do you mind getting me some stuff?" Even though I just made fun of you. Okay, good. Well, that's really not an apology, but <laughs> maybe Kyle also, deserved it. Maybe Kyle deserved it. Yeah, that's I know. all I'm saying. It was mean to me. It is. You do. You do enjoy the pecking order. You do enjoy. You no, do no, enjoy. no, not at all. Yeah, at least a little bit. How was Bloomington? It was great. Bloomington. Back to the fact that I don't enjoy the pecking order. Uh, I, 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 he's, he doesn't know his place. Um, <laughs> you, you enjoy his lack of understanding of the pecking order. Yes, exactly. Not that there is one. Yeah, right. But, but if there um, were, but he's it would be me, Chris, oh, then sh- you. Here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. So, well, it's, uh, hey, it's a lot of toilet paper. Uh, Bloomington was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. It's a gorgeous town. Good comedy town too. Good comedy town. Uh, it was some fun shows. Um, Ron Funches was there headlining the club, mm-hmm. uh, so that was nice to hang out with him. But then I also got a guy to take me to this guy um, Chip to take me to the uh, Breaking Away uh, Quarry. Uh, quarry. Mm-hmm. So I got to go. Like I love that movie. Oh, I saw your Instagram. I saw that yeah, it was yeah. there, and then I also saw that uh, Judah Friedlander Judah did the same thing. Yeah, did the same thing. Uh, it was really great. It was gorgeous. I uh, I fell pretty hard while climbing uh, around that place. I, I fell on my hand pretty bad. It started. You can see it's oh, that is really fucked up. Yeah, that's like all bruised and black and yeah. It's uh, it's only probably gonna get worse. Bro, but, uh, bro, how are you jerking off? Other hand. Good. I'm ambidextrous when it comes Good. to jerking off. Good. I'm intelligent Good. and one thing. Um, but the uh, it was it could have been way worse when I slipped, uh, like my the, my left foot like went in between two rocks, and like I felt like so I could easily just like broke an ankle or a leg. 
that. And then all of a sudden, it's <laughs> then a, you have to get hella lifted out of the. Uh... Well, it's like you know, it wouldn't be that bad. But the guy that I was with, like, had knee surgery not too long ago and had a cane, so it's like he wouldn't have been any help. And neither would the good old boys on ATVs that were on the other side of the quarry. Maybe like the, the what's the twenty-one hours? What's the movie? Uh, 128 hours, like Whitewater Summer, something like that. <laughs> you would have had to saw your plaid shirt off <laughs> to get out of there. That's true. Bloomington's great. Our, they, 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 it's such a culturally like the 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 the, the food in Bloomington is incredible. Yeah. Oh, you've talked about this before. They have that strip of Indian food, right? Not not just Indian food. There's like Afghani food, the like the amazing Afghani yeah. food, like right in that the town square. That doesn't interest me. I'm talking about the Indian. Food no, it's right good. Now. It's no, all good. Go to a, a vegetarian vegan place called the Owlery. Um, yeah, the Owlery. The Owlery's great. It's like an old yeah. house that they've turned into a. Uh, no, no, no. It's a, well, maybe it used to be, but now it's like right in that town square across the street from the courthouse. Okay, I don't, maybe like I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, there, the, I also went to. Uh, I saw a house show, uh, mm-hmm. Planet X. Oh, from an old house. They turned it from an old house. Yeah, <laughs> that's my new bit. Onto Planet X Records uh, house, which is like a label I've been listening to bands from for a long time, and uh, there was a. Uh, a few like kind of acoustic-y They built it from old house music Yes they did, they did, they did. Come on I just... Yeah no I got it Okay thanks Barreling forward I'm barely keeping it together Chris <laughs> I'm so sorry um, But uh, yeah I saw this guy uh, Eric uh, Ayote A-Y-O-T-T-E And uh, uh, Like awesome voice Really cool songs And I like uh, it was Really 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 good stuff Oh I saw that in the, and you, I saw that in your In your feed There basically yeah. It was just like A tiny room of with a show, yeah, yeah, and it was supposed to be like in the backyard, but it was, it was kind of raining on and off, so everyone just kind of and there was not there was a ton of people there, but so everyone kind of squeezed into this uh, this uh, like small room and played. It was really nice and intimate. He was telling stories in between, and uh, yeah, it was really really good musician. And then like the last time I was there, I swung by this uh, other show uh, at the Root Cellar where I got to see a, a band's first show, and they were called uh, Gnarly Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> and how were they? Really good. And it was their first show? It was their first show, and they were really good. And then there was another band called uh, Frankie and the Witch Fingers. Uh, and it was just like, yeah, a lot of good music there, really good scene. Which, really. like, Coven, or which, like, which ones? Hmm? Which, which fingers? Like, which, like, which fingers? Or <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, like, uh, like a Coven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Coven. Like, if you uh, put bugles on your fingertips. Oh, I forgot that was a thing I used to do. Sure also, is. I forgot about bugles. Uh, are there still bugles? Yeah, they fuck yeah, there are. <laughs> is, there, is there a fuck yeah bugles tumbler? Oh, there should be. God damn, bugles are good. Let's make it. It's like Fritos, but in a cone. I fill it up with cheese whiz, eat them like that, make my own combos. Whoa. Whoa, oh. Joe, you, that's a game changer you fucking for fucking combo hipster. Yeah, I know, I know. I just always <laughs> change the game. <laughs> Pepperoni. I like an original bugle. I don't like anything else in it. Or the cheddar. Have you had the cheddar ones? No. Don't. Don't worry about it. I'd be, I'd be fine with like a salt and vinegar or a pizza flavored one. Mm. Oh, man, salt what and is vinegar. Your, what is your pizza flavor situation? I don't care for pizza flavor. It never tastes like pizza. No, it doesn't. It's, it's just, just basil. It's just a spicy. I, I just appreciated it. the spicy. You like the pepperoni pizza bugle? Did they have that? Yeah. Oh. Where have you been? Your snack game's out of date, my friend. I know. Well, I don't eat snacks that pizza often. Bugles came out in like the 90s, like 1993. It's kind of a hype bugle time for you. It was like you. right where you were, right in the wheel zone. You're probably like combo, combo, leather jacket, combo, combo. The wheel zone? So the leather jacket it's was... like a wheel, <laughs> house, and So in that, in that scenario, the leather jacket was the combo break? Come on. Guys. Uh, but no, why wouldn't I make that... Joke. I like the wheel zone, Jonah. I think it's great. <clears throat> I, I know it's a cool, it's a cool term. Yeah, thanks, um, Chris. <laughs> Jonah, do you do you ever try the uh, B twelve shot stuff or any of that kind of? No, no. You mean is it affecting like, you energy? weirdly? What's happening? No, no. For like what? Is it affecting you weirdly? What do you? What do you? No, really no. I just about? like I'm hoping I, I got like a uh, I got uh, shit I got to do and like I can't, like you know it's I when you get sick like do you, are there, what are the steps you take because like you don't ever stop so like what are the things that you do to try and not be sick sleep well. I'm yeah. fortunate that I don't get sick very often. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I do, I do a lot of placebo things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'll take, I'll take Airborne. And uh, actually, um, one thing that I was doing for a while that I really liked was uh, apple cider vinegar. Oh. Apple cider oh, yeah, vinegar yeah. with the veil of the mother in it, which is basically like unfiltered apple cider vinegar. Do a couple t- tablespoons of that. It, it's good, it helps your throat. Yeah. And it also... Um, I, I, now I, I'm I'm not a medicine man, but in my head, the story that I told myself why it worked was that it uh, it increased the um, what is it the Appletude. alkalinity of your blood or something, or is it, it your or is it 
is it increasing the acid in your blood? I don't know. I'm not an alternative medicine person. It increases something in your blood, which helps you in ways that are good and beneficial to your life. (laughs) I'll do that too. Um, But yeah, so I liked apple cider vinegar, and then uh, and then that, and then and then that's about it. A lot of people told me like B12. B12 shot in my butt. I don't know. No. If I've never. I don't know. Where do you go get one of those? Uh, you can go to little kind of like holistic places corner. or little uh, like walking clinics. We'll give yeah, you let some shots. hipster pull out a needle and shove it in your body. Uh, why is that? You're so obsessed with hipsters. What are you yeah. talking about? You really like it's like that's your go to negative connotation on anybody. Well, I had to do something after rednecks. <laughs> oh, that's true. We ruined that for him. So now he's. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. It's just an easily identifiable group that would work in a store like. But that. I don't think I don't think it is. I, I was having a conversation with somebody. Well, about I'm glad we're breaking this down on the reels. No, I really, we I really don't like. A, it's like we were talking about, in right? Philly. Like, uh, not Phoenix. Uh, in, sorry. in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, there's no real way. Like it's like the way people say that something's a hipster. It can mean like like hippie. You kind of get like a pretty good idea of hippie. Yeah, uh, and then uh, you know, like beatniks and uh, greasers. Yeah, um, my definition hipster. of a hipster is that it's basically an aesthetic, and that 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 the choices that they make are to <clears throat> to do something ironically uh, rather but you, than. But you can't know. You can't know the intention of what somebody does and why. Well, I feel yes, yes, Jonah. I agree. Stop the hate, but, uh, but no, no, no. Also, I'm not like you know. I'm not trying to defend any. No, uh, no, 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 not at all. No, no. You're right. You're right. It's it's bad to label people, but sometimes in comedy we condense things and okay. labels into. Thanks just, for thanks for booting me out of comedy for a moment. Well, <laughs> to make your points. Thanks, thanks for, for <laughs> thanks for taking a sarcastic. <laughs> thanks for taking a dumb sarcastic joke and get taking it real. No, 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 no. But uh, no, because it, it wasn't so much you, but it was um, it was like it was because we were having that conversation. Like it is a, it is a thing where people call something hipster, but it's like you know you. It's hard to tell what it is. That's why I was just I was just wondering. I I'm think hipster, I, I think to, I think hipsters are basically just trend chasers. Yeah, I think hipsters are just trend chasers. Like, yeah. oh, this is cool, you know. Like, so, but like, but hipsters could also be referred to as like hippies because hippies was like a fashionable movement. Uh, and no, so, like, hipsters were never hippies. I think hipsters came more. I think hipsters are more out hipsters of the beatnik, associate... beatnik culture than hippie culture. Yeah, well, Wait, they use no, the term hipsters in the jazz era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the slang term for heroin users developed during the beatnik era. Yeah, that's where it comes. From. Yeah, because like I think of a when I think of a well, when I think of a hipster, I think like uh, someone into Jack Kerouac in the time of Jack Kerouac, like the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip, you know, play their bongo drums. Yeah, yeah. Sit around to uh, read poetry to each other. I don't really. But have, now I think of it. I as don't Brooklyn. really actually have a hatred of hipsters. Oh, and I, I think I think we are all. Part, that's I think that's also part of our some small part of our DNA as well. Yeah, I think of, it's just like when people think about hipsters, it's just what the, it's the current fashion trend, if anything. It's just what people are wearing right I now. I think the word trend is the key term there. I think hipster equals trend chaser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that's, like, that's, that's how I see it. Because guys will look at you and call you a hipster. They have, yes. Yeah, exactly. And Probably like, more you than me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, like, but I think, you know... Like, th- there's that thing that someone made where it's like a, it's like almost like the scale of, a, you know, like an ape to man thing. Yes. But it's like a, it's a guy that like, looks like a, like a businessman. And like he's looking at like a guy that's in a casual business clothes, going like hipster, yeah. and then like the casual businessman clothes, looking at some guy just in a plaid shirt, calling him hipster, yeah. and then it just keeps on going. So it's all the perspective. I think the word just sounds funny to me. It is. is it's why, a good. It's a good word. Why it's, I throw it out, and, and it's, it's nice. also a non. It's it's a it's a it's a very general term that doesn't necessarily have to offend anyone. It yeah, just sounds yeah. kind of funny. Like ah, yeah. the hipsters. And I apologize. I didn't mean to like. Uh, I was just using it as a conversation. Well, I'm glad we. Sorted this out. <laughs> we're getting, a, we're getting faster podcast. at this. <laughs> I mean, you know, you just get really analytical when you're sick. <laughs> I know. It's because I can't think of anything funny to say, so I just have to talk that way. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Matt just pulled up a picture of Indiana Jones with a pair of glasses, and it says, I was indie before it was hipster. Ah. That's pretty genius. Pretty genius. I just silently add things to the podcast now. <laughs> yeah. like something visual for this audio medium. Um, I, I just searched the term pipster. I wanted to see what kind of people came up. And uh, Indiana Jones came up. Well, that was one of the images that came up. And then a lot of the images that came up looked like uh, these two. Yeah. And then some of the images looked like uh, these two with more piercing. No, the truth is, you, of course, you can't really know anyone. You don't know what their story is. And I certainly... I don't really judge people. I you, do, you had an old, constantly. You had an old great joke that was uh, something... I can't remember like the, the lead of everything, but the idea of it was um, like a guy wearing like a, a dumb shirt... And you say like, uh, uh, 
irony only only irony is only a joke when it's between friends. It was something I can't remember. It was an old joke of yours where it's like someone will only think that's funny that you're wearing that if they know who you are. If you're just seeing someone wearing that shirt, you're like, what an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, every, everyone obviously, every, everyone has a story, and uh, but sometimes in comedy we take short <laughs> shortcuts to just uh, like what would you, what would Jonah? I'm gonna tell, show you a picture, of Jonah, and you tell me what. How would you describe this gentleman? Ready? Yeah. White. <laughs> Jonah only see race. Okay, okay. so <laughs> let, me, let me describe this picture. It's a it's a young gentleman wearing a cardigan with a double Windsor knotted tie. He has hang a curly, on the tie is also knit. It's a knit tie. Yeah. Uh, his sleeves are pushed up. He has a messenger bag. He has a he has a newspaper boy cap, which may have a different term. Uh, he's wearing some very nice looking headphones. Yep. Um, and he's got some glasses, not unlike yours. And he's got uh, a thin beard and a curly Q mustache. That's a hipster. I would describe him as Irish. Yeah. <laughs> he looks kind of Irish, yeah, right? But like, that's a hipster. Like that. The, to I me, think it, no, no, no. That I is think a I think a hipster. I think hipster wears less a, Jonah. No, I think a hipster wears a cat face sweatshirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a like a a thrift like a thrift store or, or like Salvation Army or like yeah. the dudes and they wear fucking like they wear fr- they wear lensless white frames. I, I don't that. know. That's a in wide... England. I think they call them dickheads. I think that I think well, the term no, in England they call great song. In Nathan Barley, they called them idiots. I love being a dickhead. Mm. Where's the dickhead song? That's a good song. Yeah, it really works with the visual, so I'd rather not play it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. But what if? But I want to play it. I guess Jonah's the deciding vote. So, like, more like... You know, it could really go either way. God damn it. <laughs> now so like, I want to hear this guy hear with his stag sweater? Um, no, well, I don't know. He sort, of, he sort of looks like the Gorton's fisherman. No, see, that's just a guy that has a sweater. Mm-hmm. You think... It- yeah, there's some people that, like, it's like if you don't have a Patagonia logo on your sweater, you're a hipster. Yeah, I know. I guess it's a loose. Nothing wrong. That with just Patagonia. looks like a fucking alternativo type. Alternativo. That's a picture of Paul McCartney. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, know. I was just going to see what Jonah would say to that. Uh-huh. Oh, I just—I just, just read a great snippet of the new um, the new McCartney bio. You just read. Oh, he's releasing a bio. He's not. Someone else wrote it. Where did I read it? It was in. Um, I don't know what. Uh, it wasn't Rolling Stone. Who gives a shit? Magazine? No, it was a. Uh, but it was. But it was really fascinating. Just about the last days. I don't know why I said so that. So according to this, wow. according to this bio, can you look that up, that. Katie? Um, so according to this bio, it's it's basically it's a handful of pages from the story, but it yeah. was it's all about the Beatles, like right at the point where they broke up, yeah, and uh, and then leading into Paul trying to find his identity, like before he goes into Let wings. Let me tell you, if you want to read a book about that, it's called "You Never Give Me Your Money." It's uh, essentially the Beatles uh, right up through the breakup, and then the post Beatles lives, and then them having to go, "Oh shit, we don't have money. Let's get back together and do this anthology." It's the whole, and it's like that the anthology was them trying to make money. Yeah, ninety five. Yeah, no, that, way. yeah, because ninety five, nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety five. The ABC, yeah, the anthology, the Beatles anthology. They didn't have money at that point. There was some. There was some troubles. How? I thought Paul was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Read the book. Oh, it's but they amazing. didn't have any of the rights to their own songs. Yeah, read the book. It's amazing. Oh, did Michael Jackson? Michael bought. Jackson bought them. Yeah. So, and then he happens, ran out of money. Yeah. Yeah. But what They're happens cursed. is, uh, guys, it's a really good book. It's really well researched. And like, uh, it's the it's the most well researched book I've ever seen, and every review of it uh, I've read has said uh, it's Peter Doggett wrote it uh, has said just commented on how meticulous the research is on this book. It's really great. That's it's great. really fascinating. I was really reading. Cool. I was reading pieces. Did you find it? Yet? Uh, I found the, the book Man on the Run. 
Man on the Run. Yeah, Man that's it. Man on the Run. It was just like the all the run. stuff with like Asher, all the stuff with uh, Klein, and like it was just it's amazing. But in this in this in the Man on the Run, it, this, this segment was talking about how you know like when Paul didn't, according to this, he didn't really he didn't want them to break up, right? And John was like, "Fuck off, I'm out of here." Yeah. And then uh, depending on what week it was, yeah. And then, um, but it said uh, you know while he was off trying to essentially try to really break free from the band and do his own thing that um that at his house in a white rolls the other three guys showed up and lennon scaled the wall of his house with bricks and like broke all the windows out yeah like basically just because he wasn't coming to the sessions for the last album so who's right and who's wrong it's interesting if you read it it's like it's just everybody i'll tell you who's right george why because he just did what George does. He's like, I'll still do the Beatles if you want me to do the Beatles. In the meantime, I'm going to make my own music and we'll be fine. Did he really think all those things would pass? Yeah, Aww. yeah, he really did. He really did. Uh, but it's really that's a, it's a fa- it's a fascinating book, and I, I recommend it to anybody. It's called "You Never Give Me Your Money." All right, and uh, read it. It's a really good, really good read. It actually opens. They were like they were trying to figure out how much it, uh, it would cost to put on a Central Park Beatles concert in 1979. Because they were like, well, Ouch. we need to do something. Wow. <laughs> and then John died. So then... It's crazy. They would have... That would have been the highest selling oh, God, album yeah. of all time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Whatever. The, the, yeah. Yeah. But Wings was one of the biggest bands yeah. of sure. the, that century. But it's interesting. It's like funny. Like They talk about like Paul, like John just like putting McCartney's name on Give Peace a Chance just because like, like, that's how he always did it. He's like, well, I guess it's just McCartney, Lennon-McCartney. I guess we'll just credit it to both of us. That was a us. weird thing that McCartney did, though, where he had he it He tried switched. to get it flipped did he not for succeed? yesterday. No. Yoko wouldn't let him. Oof. Guys, it's a, it's a very interesting tale. I highly recommend it to everybody who All right. has any interest in the Beatles. Sold. Did, anyone, did either of you now watch If I can the... just find a work reason to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have Peter Doggett on the podcast. All right. Either of you watched the Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I sure did, Jonah. I did not, Jonah. Well, wasn't for work. You didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Hall and Oates was, uh, I think my favorite part of that was, well, besides the Nirvana Nirvana stuff, Nirvana stuff was great. was the Hall and Oates stuff. That was, that's where I come. You're my touch, least man. favorite part was the E Street Band. So long. Good Lord. I don't care. How long? It was probably 45 minutes just for the E Street Band. Really? And if you said to anybody out there, hey, did you know the E Street Band got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You'd go, no, no, no. They were inducted like, you know, years ago. Because just I just assumed they were in with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Oh, so, so they, they didn't, didn't get, need they didn't a 45 minute. With, no. Yeah, so he inducted them. So they got to play some songs that they had already played at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> when Bruce got inducted. And Max Weinberg oh, looks terrible. What? Yeah. Yeah. Early work, you know? You know what I mean by that? Like a guy who got some work done and then he kept on aging for a long time? Oh. Early work. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Is that the key? I think that's what it, you you can't do it. Uh, You'll do it later. You can't Wait, jump you, the gun. Are you, oh, I see. So he should have waited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but in his mind, he was probably like, "I'm going to nip this in the bud now, yes. so that no one." But maybe at the time, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, that's Do you ever think you get work done? Oh, I mean, it's all I thought about when I was growing up. No, it's not. Yeah, it's all. I was. Uh, I hated. I hated the way I looked. I hated everything about me. So you're going to turn yourself slowly into Diana Ross? This is the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I thought you know. I don't like, think it's I like would. I was a kid. You know, I don't think I will either. The fact that I was like, it's like I would get liposuction. I would because uh, it never looks. Like on a guy's face, it ne- it Never always looks, looks right. like it's no. like CG. Yeah. You go, oh, that looks good for that. For that, yes. But exactly. it's not like I can't tell. But then, but then, who knows? Because maybe the really good work, you just can't tell. Well, I'll oh, tell you what. Like I don't know what the fuck Mr. Tom Cruise is doing, but whatever it is, I'll do that. Oh, he's amazing. Whatever, he's amazing. whatever's whatever stem cells he's rubbing on his face. Can we just morning. talk about what a fun podcast that was? That was a fucking fun podcast. Sure. It was a good time. God damn it, he was great. <laughs> He was really nice, and you know, you look in his eyes and you believe that he's going to invite us over for a movie. I really do believe that he's going to do that. That's the trick. (laughs) I don't think he's looking in the eyes. I think he's looking at the bridge of the nose. (laughs) How come? Who were we just talking? Was that us talking? That was us talking. That was a callback to another episode. We live in a world, and I thought I'd pull from some of the other uh, canon of the Nerdist world. No, but Mm. wasn't that? Oh no! I was talking to. It was a different podcast I did. We were discussing that. 
You do a lot of podcasts. I now. do. I did two You're yesterday. Talking about the thing, the nose, person, the nose thing. Yeah. Well, it was even before we started recording. Matt's kind of Matt's sort of the 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 podcast. I mean, he's got this one. He's got James Bonding. He's got Phoebe. Um, he's I got also the Matt and Jonah experience. This thing, and then I'll go do whatever someone needs me to do it, and I'm free. I'll be around. Some whatever. guy waited in line to see us. Didn't want an autograph. Didn't want. Uh, didn't really want to talk. Didn't want a, a picture. He's like, he's like, I just want to give you guys a name for your podcast. I know you don't have one. We're like, okay. It was like, he's like, it's the two of you. You're going to be doing this like it's like live shows. We're like, yeah. He's all, call it My Ray or the Highway. <laughs> and then he just appeared. Yeah. And I like to think that that was Michael Landon in an ace hat. <laughs> or Roma Downey. Yeah, I like to go yeah. older with the reference. Okay. Yeah. Who uh, was that man? What man? There hasn't been anyone here. Yeah, yeah tonight's exactly. the anniversary. Ten then, years ago. Then he finds out how much like money we make. I mean, he's like, I'm here to collect. <laughs> mm. It's my ray or the high ray. <laughs> my ray or the high ray, or my way or the highway. No, my ray or the highway. Mm. Myra and Ray, and then a highway is the thing you take uh, to get away from a place. Like how about this, my way, my my ray or the high ray, which is that. The first half of the podcast, you guys are totally sober, and then Jonah gets really high, and then I go to bed. Jonah, Jonah's not really. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first half hour, and then the last five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, I did Doug's uh, like one of those shows, getting Doug with high, mm-hmm. and I, uh, you know, I was like Eric Andre and Roy Scovel and you know Harris Whittles, all these guys that like smoke weed regularly. Your pot you know, friends, all my weed friends, um, but like um, you know they get you know. When they smoke, they kind of get goofy, and, and I kind of just get sleepy and tired. So I kind of like shut up, and I didn't really want to be there after I got high. Uh-huh. And I, I still hear about it on Twitter. People going, you really fucked up. You were really bad on that show. I was like, how can I be bad on the show? I just didn't say anything. Like, <laughs> I just stoned. Because you got really high. Yeah, it's like and guys take it as like, a, like they think they're insulting me when they say I can't handle my weed. I don't really remember yeah. what that is I don't like, care. but I don't. It's been a while. Thanksgiving 2007. Last time I got high, two thousand three for me. Mm. Two thousand three. So when you stopped drinking, you stopped weeding. Two thousand two. No, I stopped weeding. I never really did that that much. I well, told I you don't either. Before I, I don't know. A we friend of mine gave me a pot cookie. Podcasts. I came home at like three o'clock in the morning, super drunk. So I was like, <sighs> "Let's kick this up a notch." Which, by the way, weed does not kick anything up a notch. No. Um, so it kicks I was, it over. I was aiming in the wrong direction. I ate a pot cookie. Passed out. And then I woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I, my, all my limbs were numb. And, of course, I thought I was having a stroke so because I'm a hypochondriac. So I called my doctor, and I'm like, look. Um, so I, of course, I had to give him the justification of why it was in my system, yeah. um, which he didn't give a shit about. Um, and then he laughed at me, and he was like, take a Benadryl and go to sleep. Yeah. So um, that's, that's what happened. And that was the last time. Because it turns out you can't control how much weed is in a cookie. No. Because it no. clumps. That's what I hate about people go. It's like, oh. Take half. Just eat half of the cookies. Like you don't fucking know. There's no science. To, <laughs> you don't know how my my it could be the bad half. Yeah, no. You don't know how many butter. I will say now there is though the way the way that, that everybody has mastered the art of uh, butter, of cannabis butter. No, it still it really depends I on. By the body. way, I do not. It depends I on you and your I, body. I'm not inviting a bunch of tweets who are like, "Hey, bro, here's how you got to do that." I'm not going to do it. No. Um. So, back the fuck off, hipsters. <gasps> oh. Would you say that? I was just thinking when you, 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 you just kind of you know, kind of corral them together and it's just a bit of a bit of And like, you know, it's like some guy in a suit would probably think that you're a hipster. And then they're going to And wear them ironically. When are we getting t shirts? The end. What t shirts? So they said buy our t-shirts. I don't know. Well, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of circling some Nerdist merch. I think we're going to. Oh, is that, was, was that kind of the idea with the um, merch? Like, what are your favorite quotes? No, the favorite quotes. Okay, so I asked. He's writing a book. I'm not writing a book. Um, it's a pamphlet. I just thought it would be a pamphlet. Kyle's writing stuff down. How to change your life. Um, I just, uh, I, you know, I just had on a whim today, I just thought, oh, it'd be really fun to get assemble people's favorite quotes from the podcast. And then, uh, you know, every so often on the website, post like, you know, here, here are our top 20 inspirational quotes from the podcast. Here are yeah. our top 20 filthy quotes from the podcast. Here are top 20 from us or guests or whatever. Well, you know, there's a girl that's been doing that, uh, littlenerdistthings.tumblr.com. I did just see that. Yeah, she's Little been doing it for things. a while. Also, there's, there's a Twitter account called Myra Stenographer. <laughs> 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 that tweets like the weird, stupid shit I say that you guys either ignore on purpose or... 
whatever. Uh, and I, it's, I think it's adorable. That it, oh, you, you usually, think it's adorable? Proceeds, I'm going to cut that out. Yeah. It has like. That's uh, so funny that you like that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Of course I do. It's my name. Why wouldn't I like that, Jonah? Who Is that going to be like one of the that? quotes now? That's going to be one of the quotes. It would make me feel uncomfortable. Oh. Well, I don't know. It's like it's got like 500 followers or something like that. So, it's cute. So here's so while, while he's finding so what I'm saying that, is find it, guys. Uh, so here's what it. I would say. Um, so shoot an email to podcast at nerdist.com and then um, in the subject line, just put whatever type of quote you think it is. If, or, or if you want to put a bunch of quotes, just make sure that you make the delineation between this is my favorite inspirational quote, this is my favorite silly quote, this is my favorite dick joke. I don't know. And then. And then eventually, every so often, I'll just sort of post, you know. That's a fun idea. Neil Gaiman said this, or someone else said this, and Jonah said this, and one time Kyle said a thing, and then. Yeah, the ones that people were on Twitter were attributing to me. I was like, I was like, if those are out of context, I just seem like a monster. <laughs> In context. In context, like, it's like if it's a character or something like that, you know. But, like, there was, like, people just going, like, get all the pussies, Jonah Ray. Like, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> the cocaine's in the back, the Jonah voice. Ray. You didn't do- <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, that was a character. Yeah, that was a character. That was, uh, did not literally mean. Um, it's not. Um, uh, it, was, uh, it was a put on a spoof. Jonah Ray loves pussies and coke. <laughs> um, speaking of pussies and coke, I went to the Spike TV Awards uh, over the weekend. TV Awards. Great segue. I don't Great know. segue. By Thanks. the way, thank you. What is that? Uh, Spike TV did a thing called the Guys Choice Awards. Um. And uh, and I got and they gave me an award for some reason I did not belong there. It was a nerd award basically, um, but it Who was. Were you up against? I wasn't. I don't know. If I was up against anyone, but they just like they don't. There wasn't. A, there weren't nominations. They ah. just give you the award. <clears throat> so like Matthew McConaughey won something, and Kevin Hart won something, and Sandra Bullock won something. And Kevin Hart should win everything. Kevin Hart is so fucking cool. Like yeah. I, first of all, I, the first time I met him was when we did the Chris Paul bowling thing. Mm-hmm. And he's a fucking great bowler. We we beat him. We beat his team by one pin, and it wasn't because of him. It was because of the pro that he was bowling with. Yeah, yeah. In the game, we shot Kev, out of five frames. Kevin struck every time, and his, his the pro that he was tagged with uh, had a nine count, oh, and we wow. edged by them by one pin. So he actually should have won. But um, he. But we talked for a little while backstage. It's so fucking nice. Like such a an incredibly talented guy with an an amazing yeah. work ethic. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, he's I, great. I fucking love that guy. He's great. But um, yeah, no. So it was all of our. You know, like a bunch of Walking Dead people were there, and Riggle and Sandberg, and and then uh, Mark Wahlberg was getting an award, mm. and then. Uh, but I have to say, it was a very strange thing for me because I've never, I've never felt like I belonged at a thing before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually felt like, oh, I, I guess, I, I guess, like it's okay for me to be here. I've never felt at we're any. We're all at CAA, eh? <laughs> no, all right, guys. What do you think? I've never. <laughs> Guys, I've never think. I've never felt. No, I can't believe this. Myra sonographer. This car picked me up and brought me to this place with my model girlfriend. I've What's never going on? Never felt, felt so like included. I've never. I've, <laughs> okay. 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 Wait. Hang on. Just having some fun. I know. I know. I know. I know. It sounds. I'm, I guess I'm, it probably sounds douchey and humble braggy, but I really don't mean that. But no, I. No. 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 There's no humble in front of that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look. We're just here to make it so Jonah felt okay about getting out of bed today. Okay, listen. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Uh, I, I, I never... I was never accepted my entire young life. When I worked on Singled Out, it was really the Jenny McCarthy show. I understand that it was a cool job, and I understand that I was lucky to have it, but it still was like... I just... I ne- She I, was on the cover of magazines. Yeah. You were not. It, well, not, well, it wasn't even just that, but I remember when MTV had their, I guess in 2001, that would have been, what, the, 30 anniver- the 30th year anniversary. And I, I, I happened to be in New York for that, and so I called MTV, and they were on the fence as to whether or not they were going to give me tickets to it. It's like, even just tickets to it. Yeah. And when they did, and I showed up, they made me feel bad, and they were like... Yeah, you know, um, they weren't going to give these to you, but then in the end, we just figured, like, eh, why not? And I was like, what the fuck? So, you know, I always... Although Ricky Rackman's walking in with a ton of people. Exactly. And so, and so I really never, and especially at these, at these types of red carpet events, I just never, I never felt like I belonged. They make me nervous. 
I feel uncomfortable. I don't like red carpet lines. Like the and, and I know this is, sounds like luxury first world problem bragging, but it's still like I always felt like I don't belong here. I am out of place, and it, someone's going to turn around and go get the fuck out of here, yeah. which actually has happened before. Um, so I, this was the first time where I felt I that was not a nerdist event, like the fucking yeah, event yeah. that I was putting on. Yeah, where I felt like oh, and I think that's part of the reason. Always feeling like um, always feeling like I didn't. That I wasn't, that I didn't fit in, was why I just started my own thing. Because I'm like, well, I don't fit in with these other people, so I'm just yeah. gonna start my own thing, and I don't, and you know, just leave me alone. So that's yes, really cool. I know that everything I just said sounds really douchey. You can tell I me I'm a piece of does. shit on the comment threads, and that I had I a good time with should it. Should be, I took care of it for everybody. But, I don't know. I think it's like you know, I still have feelings. Why, why do you like, uh, you know, we're at a point now where there's no hiding that you're a celebrity, and that you're, ish. you're, uh, no, but no, like you can't just even say you ish. Know, it's like it's like people you're a public figure. You you're successful. It's uh you know we are at a point now. I don't think I don't think you should apologize for that anymore. I, I know like uh, like you ca- you know, have like a people's like you know like like you came from the ground up kind of thing. Um, I don't think you should apologize for it. I don't think you should feel embarrassed by it. You, no, you I know. Put in the work I, I, I know. So you but, should enjoy but, it. but then, but the problem is that you know, like anyone else, if I see someone that I deem as like, well, how can your life suck? And you're fucking complaining about stupid shit when other people have real problems. Like, I just don't. I don't want it to seem like I don't appreciate everything that's happened or that I think my life is so much harder. I mean, it's still... It, you're just talking about feelings, Chris. That's okay. Nothing more than feelings? Yeah, no, but you're just talking about how you feel in the situation. I will say, though... You that, can have feelings. I'm just the, supposed the, to the, be a dick. This sort of the mild celebrity thing is weird. It does feel weird, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like I thought it would feel. It yeah. feels strange. What do you mean by that? I mean, like, I just didn't really understand... It's not bad. It's not good. It's just. It just feels. It's different. It just feels. It just feels different. Hang on. This is interesting to me. What? So like, when you, you say the moderate celebrity thing, so like, do you feel self conscious about like when you're out at an airport or? When I do feel self conscious. Yeah, yeah. I do feel self conscious because that's interesting to me. Because it, and it's not something that I ever would have thought that I would feel, but self conscious to the point where. You know, it's it has it has bled over into areas where like I close curtains and stuff. Not not because I think anyone gives a shit, mm-hmm. but it's just like that's sort of close curtains. I just sort of get used to in the first class cabin. <laughs> no, and like in my home. <laughs> um, but uh, but but it is sort of it's a strange thing to be somewhere and then um, and then just have someone go, "Hey, I just saw you picking your nose." And you're like, "Wait, who said that?" Oh, That's wow. fuck. Oh, who said that? You know, like yeah. it's not. Again, it's oh, not wow. a complaint. It's not a complaint, but it does make you. It does make you more self-aware, which I actually think is a good thing to a degree. Yeah, because then you know, it, it just makes you more conscious of how you are, how you are communicating with people, and not being a dickhead. Yeah. You know, and I mean that's a that's the thing I noticed with uh, Tom Cruise is he. You know, um, very much aware of. He's We're on the same, like you no, know. But he's had to deal with it for like a, you know, thirty four years. Yeah, exactly. And um, you can tell that he's uh, he's very aware that like something he can say can mean a lot more than it should. And so like even when you're like you're like what movies are you watching right now? He's like all movies. I love all movies. Like you know he he. It's almost like he didn't want to like even endorse or. I deny. noticed I noticed that with George Lucas when I interviewed George Lucas for something and I and and I'd asked him you know like oh what's your favorite something or other and he. Didn't really, and and what I realized was, oh yeah, because if he endorses something, or every time he opens his mouth, it's going to hurt someone's feelings, and then a bunch of people, are gonna be, or or they can use it and be like George Lucas said, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. can kind of like use his name, and so it's sort of a it's sort of a strange, and I think that's kind of how. Like I think that's how Tom Cruise is, and I think that's what like the place you're getting into, or it's like you know, there's more people listening to the things you say, so you can't just go, ah, I don't know, that's just sex. You can't just say that because it's like the the, the throwaway. I, I will say, and and again, it's not, and I'm I'm never gonna get Tom Cruise status, and I don't care, I don't want that. But I mean, I just of think, course you're not gonna get Tom Cruise status. No one will ever. I just have, have it to. Again. I just have to disclaim everything that I no, say. No, what I'm saying is like no one will ever get there again. But I will say that that, um, and I think maybe. I think maybe this is some of the thing that got to Chappelle a little bit was that you know you're a comic and you and you just say things and you just throw away jokes and you don't think about them but now particularly in the social media age there's not as much of a thing as throwaway jokes anymore. Mm. Everything you say ha- can have ramifications. Myra stenographer and uh, yeah. my, like Myra, Myra stenographer underscore stenographer. I found it. And it has 90 followers. So <laughs> 500. I thought it had 500. I thought it had 500. 
That's perfect. Like your perception yeah. and the reality. And I will, I will gladly admit that that's what happened. You know what? Fine with me. Myra Sonographer to five hundred. Let's hashtag it and get it going. No, you know how it's gonna. What are some of the like five thousand? What are some of the quotes on Myra Sonographer? Uh, see if I can have it still pulled uh, up, which I do. The most retweeted one is a uh, good joke, Jonah. <laughs> uh, this from you were right to take me down, Jonah. <laughs> no, I don't even know if it's an active account anymore. I haven't tweeted since April. 18th. I did nothing. You see, or maybe I just haven't been on the podcast since April eighteenth. Uh, quote: Which fat role made you come the hardest? <laughs> uh, it's my dad with his dick in someone's mouth. There's no part of that equation I like. I don't know what that's in reference to. Who can uh, I'm so shitty at jokes. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm going to have to find that account and retweet that. I'm going to have to get that one going. Uh, Shit on a waitress shrimp. <laughs> Shit on a waitress shrimp at the, shrimp on the Barbie at Outback. I don't know what that what is, is in reference that? to. Uh, this is a, exactly. Oh, I'm your not point. good at being a human being. <laughs> well, that's your mantra. Yeah, that's yeah. not the bio of that. <laughs> no, the bio is even better. The uh, the bio is. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually not even in regards to you. That's in regards to the, the person, person making the account. Yeah. yeah. Of course it is. It should also say author of the Myra <laughs> of method. Is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it's it not is. in reference to me. Give me a rest of me. Myra underscore stenographer. <laughs> that's Give it a follow. Really funny. Yeah, Myra underscore stenographer. Hopefully it'll fire back up now that, I you don't know. think so. Well, well, we're not the, on the podcast anymore. <laughs> I know, but you are now, and, and we're making concerted efforts to make sure that everyone's on the podcast <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> More hostfuls, even Turns if that means... All it uh, takes is this guy emailing people, and then it happens. Like, y- even if that, even if that means uh, doing uh, four episodes a week so we can get a hostful up. Uh, well, why don't we just schedule less guested ones? Because it's hard for me to Here's the thing. Here's the here's it's, here's it's my not question. About, it's it's always like one guest gets begets another thing. Sure, it's, I get it. I get it. But here's the thing with the four. I'm just looking at your schedule in a week, right? Mm-hmm. Especially because you want to hit the road again, start doing more stand up. You got to prep your hour. It's true. I'm going so, to Portland this weekend. Yeah, you're going to Portland. <clears throat> I believe that uh, next week, for some reason, we're taping two shows on on Tuesday and you're getting out of here early on Wednesday so you can go do something crazy. I'm hosting something for uh, someone at Comedy Central. Right. Okay. So, but then that, but but what I'm saying is like you have to bail a lot on Thursday to go do stand-up. Yeah. We only have three days a week where we're all here. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that Jonah can come visit us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in between like his battles of almost colds. So, booking four podcasts in those three days is crazy pants. I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying, why not schedule... Think of me like Walt Disney, standing in an orange grove, saying, we can put petting zoos and Matterhorns in this terrain. He only only achieved one Matterhorn. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, Space Mountain is also a Matterhorn. They're both bobsled rides. I was trying to do THX, but yeah, yeah. we've done that before. I think we have. Yeah, Furman and, and I used to do that. In our, we used to carry around this shitty giant poster board where we'd made the THX logo just for that joke. Where at the beginning we would go, and I would go down, and he would go up, and then and then we would lift the THX sign. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I think I remember that. I think I remember that. Another thing to carry around. D and I have one of those things where it's a like Key and Peels like the production cards. Or it's like I'll go, and then she goes, "Oh yeah," <laughs> which are like the sound bites for the production cards on the end. I got to be on. I got to do a sketch on Key and Peel. What? Yeah, it was really really cool. Uh, what was that about? Uh, it, was, it was like a real small uh, part, uh, but, but like, he explained it to me. And it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's very very funny. Uh, and then like the other sketch they were shooting that day was like really awesome. It's a uh, it's a Urkel sketch. Okay. It's just. Uh, those guys just getting to watch them in in real life. And they're such awesome guys and nice guys, and like it's one of my favorite sketch shows of all time, I think. And it's just seeing them actually do it in real life was the most astonishing thing. It was amazing, like total commitment, total energy, uh, and just nice to everybody. They they were like they like with Peter Atencio, it's just everyone on that set is having fun. Everyone's like felt. Like you know, guys are like throwing joke ideas out there. It's like it's, it's, it's such a crazy, awesome environment. It's so hard to do a sketch show, and it's hard to do a sketch show well. Yeah, it's amazing what those guys do. It is absolutely amazing what those guys do. Yeah, 
If you doubt how hard it is to do a sketch show, how many are there on television? And how many? <laughs> how long do they last? Not very long. Yeah. Good answer, both of you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, uh, also the, the episode of Adventure Time I was on aired. And that was a lot of fun to Aww, see that. Yeah, one of my favorite shows. Nice. Too. Yeah, it was really cool. Look at this guy. You enjoying your free time? I don't have much free time. Hang on. Let me rephrase the question. Are you enjoying all the stuff you're doing? Yes. Oh, yeah. I guess I meant free time away from... <laughs> you meant free time away from a staff job? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Like, you can do oh, yeah. Things? It's great. Yeah. I'm getting like... It's like, you know... You know, when I was at the soup, it was hard to get away to like go to auditions and to like be able to go and get that stuff or be available for stuff, especially with Key and Peel. You know, they've asked me a couple other times throughout the years um, to do it, but I couldn't because of something, uh, you know, like, and like, it was like, and you know, you you get asked the day before for that stuff. So being available uh, because of that. uh, And then, you know, I get like, I get more time during the day to write. And I've been writing a lot of stuff with Sean O'Connor and, uh, and you know, shooting stuff for other people. It's it's yeah, it's it's great. It's great. I'm getting more done now than I ever did at a, at, a, at a staff job because it's like you know, I only have so many so much energy and resources inside me creatively. And so when I'm like you know, putting it out there for a staff job, I find like I have a hard time rallying mm-hmm. outside of that to do more. Yeah, and I know that's part of it, but like it was like. Between like, you know, like, so you're writing all day for this one thing, but then you also have to think of new stand-up, but then you also have to think of like script ideas or like sketch, you know, there's... Listen, Jonah, it, not everybody can do it. I'm having a great time. Working on the staff show? And doing all that other bullshit. And doing all the other yeah. stuff. But I don't get to go do things like day of, day next day. Yeah, yeah. I like Freedom. doing all the other stuff. I like doing all the different stuff because then you never, you never get bored. Yeah. I, ne- I never get bored. Yeah, oh, no, I would I, go insane. I it. Like, I don't even like time off. Like, I'm not looking forward I'm to I'm sorry if I got off. complaining. I wasn't trying to be complaining before, you know. About what? About what? About work stuff, you know. What oh you no, 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 complaining no. about it. It's, I, I have a very charmed life. I didn't think you were. All I right, I didn't feel you were complaining about it. I think this. That's because your third eye is blind. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, that's you actually just saying that now again. Like it's like it's a testament to the point that I was trying to make. It's like don't feel guilty about it. It is your life, and you can't apologize because other people don't have but it. it. It, but the thing that's fascinating to me about it is that it's weird, and no one, no, can, no one tells you how, like how to like what it feels like and how to prepare for it, yeah. and how to uh, like. I guess some people just don't give a fuck. I feel and like that's, the way you feel like in life, right? The way you feel like in your everyday life is like how Jonah and I might feel at a comic con. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because there's enough people there that like if we walk around, we're gonna. Run into some fans of us mm-hmm. just because, but they're all gathered in one spot. Whereas if, with you, you're it's more spread out for you. But in daily life, like you know, eight million people are watching. You know, well, talking it's not bad. Like, I mean, and again, it's no, not, I know it's, it's not, not bad. bad at all. I'm it's just saying, bad. I'm it's saying an ex- interesting thing to have to deal with all the time. The experience of it is is really odd, and and it's and it's changed a lot. In the like last you got to tip years. a little bit more. You know, you got to be like I did that before. Well, I know I did, I did that before because I my my job in college I worked for tips. Yeah, and so I always ever since I always throw five dollars. If I go to an ice cream place, I throw at least five dollars in, regardless of what just I get. Just because you want them to start singing, huh? Yeah. No. I used to manage an ice cream shop and I loved tips. They were yeah. very helpful to me when I was making yeah, $9 an hour. Yeah. Well, I have to go. We've, no, we're, you're we're fine. Shooting, shooting don't worry about it. Today. No, it doesn't matter. We're, we're rehearsing good. today. Don't worry cool. about it. Because the don't worry about it. Jump Street cast is on the Oh, that's right. On the, on the show. Um, but yeah, don't, don't apologize for your own Life and success. I think that's. Uh, I think it's really interesting. I think we should talk about it more. I just really. I just like to. I just like to analyze everything to an annoying degree, and and you know, and where most people just be like, just shut up and live your life. Like yeah, I know, but I just want to understand. No, I want to know about this. I would like to talk about this more. And I don't. I wouldn't hostful. say just be in six months when we sit down for another hostful. I want to talk about. <laughs> it. We have one scheduled for next week. I can't make it. Okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. More hostfuls. I've missed you both. I'm glad your show went well. I hope it you did. feel better. I hope we can get the file uh, in a position where we can enjoy it. And uh, Katie, don't let me forget to give that to you. I thought you said you were sent to a guy in Germany. Uh, Ireland. I haven't heard from him yet, but I'm hearing from Germany, Katie Ireland. right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah I, I'm, I, think, I think people are really going to like it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. Yeah, just scrub that one. Yeah, you gotta scrub it and then add the uh, zoom, which picked up the audience. <laughs> Slap them together. And yeah. Yeah, make a thing. And then the audience. All right. Oh, also, real quick, uh, sure. to listeners, um, uh, Meltdown with 
uh, me and Kamel got a premiere date, uh, July 23rd, after at midnight. It's a Wednesday night, so it's technically Thursday morning. But, but it's after at midnight on a Wednesday. That's also, great, which is great. on that day, you guys are all going to, you, Kumail, and uh, Emily are, are at on midnight. at midnight. Yes, exactly. We'll be on. You're at a one-hour block. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're going to go, We're essentially we're going to shoot our episode of at midnight. We're going to go and do the live show, because uh, it's on Wednesday nights, and then we're going to go somewhere and watch the TV show version of it. Hashtag butts, hashtag snack dick. <laughs> Those are both for Kumail. <laughs> hashtag. Well, now. If, hashtag. Have you really ever stopped to think what was really going on with someone wearing clothes that you might consider a hipster? That's more than 140 characters. I told you. I'm too sincere when I'm not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's when your defenses come down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's when I, it's when I get drunk or it's when I uh, f- don't feel well. It's uh, every time I get drunk. Nah. Uh, Deanna, she's like, okay, here comes the drunk philosopher here to talk about art and friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so that's seven nights a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All right, everyone. Enjoy your burrito. Snack dick. Snack dick. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.